1: rising podcast appreciate everyone joining us here tonight it's been a good time i get it monday last week what are we doing here on monday we're back tuesday normal time i am of course max simpson and you know it's sad to last week without owen evans This guy really bringing down the place morale is just gonna plummet as soon as he gets back rumor has it he'll be back this week uh but not in time for tonight we're happy for that. But because we are joined by, of course, the one, the only, the man who traveled to Ohio, came back here, and literally just, just, I need to beat him at FIFA. And this man kind of Still frustrates me. Him. This man frustrates On me. On that you're good. On a freaking last minute win, it is Mr. Jake Guy Anderson. How are we doing?
2: I'm doing great. You got Mourinho. It's okay. Oh,
1: stop it. Don't put, I'm a Spurs fan. Don't tell me that. The last kick of the ball, wasn't it? Oh, man. I wish he could do that when he was our manager. But hey, alas, it is not time to reminisce uh, and lament about old. That's for another podcast, not this podcast. No one wants to hear that. Plus, also, we won, uh, just want for everyone to know, Newcastle. They, they got clobbered. Man you in the gutter. Mikey, there you go. There's your shout-out. But, uh, hey, we got more to talk about because, you know, Juan Guerra. he's a manager. That man's making moves. Phoenix Rising making signings, bringing guys back, bringing in a new signing. It's that time of year. Things are hitting. We got the teasers on Twitter talking about it. All kinds of great stuff, but you know we'll get into that. Uh, I do want to ask, sir. I, I briefly talk, uh, mentioned it for a hot second. How was MLS Cup? It was a lot of fun. I, I know a lot of a
2: lot of people in the chat aren't big MLS people. Okay. Um, like I said, I went for I went for business. Oh, yeah. Um, I think if MLS could have picked handpicked two fan bases, those were the best two. Um, where I was sitting was um, in a suite that was closest to LAFC's fan section. Um, and right they, they scored one goal in the, in the match but it was still to see them celebrate and throw the beer and then Columbus wins and you see um just how much that city loves that team yeah. like to see an American city sing the way you would see in in maybe a Dortmund like a yellow wall it, the Tifo they had was a full giant stand I mean it just it was really cool to be in in the United States and see almost a European Esque oh, sure. um, event
1: pretty cool man i mean i <clears throat> i mean listen whether you're a mls fan or not i think like i've heard just nothing but good things amazing things honestly about crew stadium it's something i've i've like honestly i'm on my bucket list for a while i know a couple of people who you know work for the crew and just like just sounds amazing sounds absolutely amazing i heard you where uh, you uh played some fifa there you met some cool people
2: i did i i got to i got to meet a lot of big uh, mls uh people i got to meet taylor twelman i got to beat Stu holden i did play fifa against alejandro Badoya, and i did beat him um and to be fair, we were, we were steady at B-teams. He's a big Potomac guy. Body is where my grandparents are from. Yeah. Again, shout out to uh, John and, and Monica McPherson for that scarf that you gave me when you guys went to Body. Thank you very much.
1: Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. Well, again, like I said, I, I will beat you, which means by proxy, I'll beat Alejandro Medora in FIFA. That's how it works. That's how it works. But, you know, we're not here to talk about FIFA. We're talking about Phoenix Rising. I guess by association is part of FIFA greater context. But, right, Phoenix Rising, they got some, brought some guys back. You know, and uh two signings. One, I think, I think, I think different in makeup. One, right, we had a guy who kind of rumored it. It was one that you hope was in the worst discussion was having came to be, and Darius Fromella. Second guy, Patrick Gofsky, you know, right. Thought of as a glue guy and a locker room leader, but really this case where he's coming back, seems like the guy who's in the driver's seat and right for all intents and purposes, till he's not. Which you know, out of these two signings, we'll talk about both of them, but really. What do you kind of think about these two guys coming back and really kind of helping to reinforce this championship DNA that they ran back last year?
2: Um, Obviously, with Formella, it it was a necessity knowing that you were going to lose Danny, right? If you were going to lose Trejo, you're going to have to bring back Ortega, you're going to have to bring back Formella. And I'm really excited to see if those two end up being the starting two forwards. Um, As far as Rakowski, it's interesting because it almost makes me think, was this the plan all along? Right, you get, bring Rakovsky in, who could have started. He was a, the starting goalkeeper at OC. Oh, yeah. He could probably start anywhere in this league, right? His wife's from here. They just had another child, um, and so he he's living here, and he's good enough to be the starter. I, and I know that myself included, I would love to have Rocco back. Oh yeah. Um, but I think if your consolation keeper, for lack of a better term, yeah. is Rakowski, I I think that's that's fine because he's he's able to play in this league. He's proven that before. Oh, Granted, yeah. he didn't play that much last year because of Rocco. But still, I I think he can do a job uh, in between the sticks.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, kind of looking at where this team's at, who's been back, it's really trying to bolster those key pieces. And, right, we talked about there's a lot of guys who we just don't expect to be back, barring some development or whatnot. And I think Derrish was a guy who, again, I kept on going back to him and Panos, those two, and Stenberg, those are guys, I mean, Stenberg, I guess, Fine. He was signed beginning season, then loaned out, and then you recall him. Fine. For Panelson and Darius, those are two guys you acquire mid season. You are looking at this team not just through a short-term lens of, hey, we want to compete in the 2023 season and in the playoffs, but you sign those guys because you have high aspirations for them moving forward. And the goal was always, right, not to just use them as a high price rental or a quick spurt and then move on. You want to try to bring them back. The fact that they've now solidified both of those guys, to me, that speaks volumes not just of, hey – we want to reward our guys who have delivered, who come back, who, whether it's a full season, half season, whatever, they do the job, they get re-signed. But also, that sends a message of, hey, if you're not signing with Phoenix Rising this offseason, I mean, you got to do everything you can to be part of that championship team. But if you don't, this team is always looking to add, and that's important.
2: Right, you can't get complacent. And to be honest, I don't even think you can really call what the 2023 Phoenix Rising was a like a championship team. In the terms of, like, they got hot at the right time, right? And that's that's awesome. That's what the playoffs allow for, yep. to get hot at the right time. It also allows you to not have to necessarily win every game sure. in 90. Can't necessarily—like, we saw what they did in the league. They, they were nowhere near the top of the table. Sure. But they still lifted a trophy. They had to get better. They needed to bring in reinforcements um, on top of the guys that they were losing. So, on top of all that is the fact that Panos is going to—well, given that he has to rehab his ankle— He's gonna have a preseason. He's gonna have a full season, not yeah. half a season. Um, Formella will play more than he played last year, right? And we saw what Darish could do. So if you can get that combination um, right at the highest level, it, I'm 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 just really excited. And also, I'm glad you brought those two up because Darish made that bet with Panos, and he and he got his tattoo exactly when he was supposed to. They went to Vegas, won the game three two got his tattoo before he even got back to AZ. Yeah,
1: just want it, to put that out there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I t-
0: tattoo.
1: No, well, no. Uh, whoever, whoever that might relate to, uh, whoever wants to take that, uh you know, kernel of information as they will. Uh, let me. I'm not trying Wait, to. Wait, Max. Is, is
0: there something going on with you no, in the tattoo? No, I had no, 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 no I'm, I'm
1: idea. Not, no, not at all.
2: Yeah,
0: not not a clue. I'm not Real seeing... quick, it's
2: been exactly one month. One <laughs> month since the title. What's lifted.
0: Well, I have a question. How long does it take to schedule a tattoo? Must be years, okay. right? Okay. Years okay. to get that set up, okay. especially when somebody's <laughs> offering to do it. You know, li- right? Listen, listen,
1: there's a Todd, are you on? Uh, this is When are you free?
0: There are there are always just uh, you know, uh, apparently no one understands his logistics <laughs> being in place. One day, you're going to walk in and we're going to have the whole damn thing set. up, <laughs> And you're not going to have gonna be any right here. choice. This is going to be a tattoo right table. Here. <laughs> it's you're going to be like, "Oh, we got a rising show today. I got all information in for you guys." <laughs> nope. It's tattoo day.
1: And you're going to have no clue. Seems It like, seems like against my will. It's like definitely illegal to get a tattoo there. <laughs> um, woof. Um, okay, listen. Uh, every time it's TattooGate on this darn podcast, and I literally can't get away from it. So yes, here, you can. Listen, you got to get you, the tattoo. Okay, okay, first off, Owen Evans did confirm. It, he did have his sources. It is true. Discussions have been ongoing. The thing was always this. I had be in town. I was out for a week. Um, you know, uh, I almost said abroad. That's that's weird. In other in other cities. So I'm, I was back, and then Owen was gone. i got to do it when he's in town. Literally, that'd be criminal to not have Owen Evans in town to see this. As as awful as that is for me, I had to have him in town. He would never let me hear the end of it. He still won't let me hear the end of it. But had to have him in town. I want to make the buildup for this. So we're going to set a date. It will be before Phoenix Rising season starts. That's a given. <laughs> I, I hope so. And I don't Again, again, okay, yeah, whoa, well, listen, we have to- we, <laughs> The we, regular
2: season or preseason?
1: Before the season, uh, <laughs> we'll, leave <it> at, <laughs> <pre-season>, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Um,
2: if it's and, preseason, you got a month.
1: I an know. And we'll, we'll set a date. We're going to make it again. Diehard only. get a die, Go to phnextlogger.com. Get your Diehard membership. Literally the only way you're going to be able to see this bad boy. Not going to do a live show where everyone can see it. It's only for the Diehards. It's a Diehard exclusive. If that's not incentive enough, I don't know what <laughs> is. But that's how it's going to be. We have to set up the location. We have to set up the timing. We got to go test it. There's a lot of things that have to happen, but they are in motion. Slowly but surely, and I'm definitely not trying to dodge it. I would never try to do something like that. Yeah. They're in motion. Anyway, let me completely deflect. I mean, who said that out loud? Uh, let me go up to Man Pat's comment. Uh, not that one where it says, Max ability. the lady if you did the tattoo. Just say no. No, that one right there. Loverkowski as a backup. As a starter, I would prefer another option. Sure, he won an OC, but he also lost that job the following season. So, Let's actually take a look at some of Rakofsky's stats over the past couple seasons. Again, shout out to the youth stat, Lackey Reese, for pulling these up. So again, this past season for Phoenix Rising, you know, right, very few appearances here and there. He st- he played and started both those games in the Open Cup. Um, decently high save percentage, 75%. Uh, I mean, right, it was, goodness, what was it? Greenville Triumph? the first one, and then that loss to New Mexico uh, in the second one. So, right, there was that. USL. Two appearances, well, I mean, it was that 4-0 drubbing in there with um, what's called sack away. So definitely tough showings. I think that's, I think, right, Kermit, let's break this down season by season. The 2023 season, in very, very small relief duty where, you know, Open Cup, 75% save percentage, USL, 64% save percentage, where the entire team did poor, especially that sack game. I kind of think you really can't learn too much about, from that. Is that fair to say?
2: I would say yes. I and mean, uh another little... Tidbit for that is he's not playing consistently. Hmm. So I I think goalkeeper is definitely one of those positions. I think I would say goalkeeper and forward are the two positions where if you're not playing consistently, just being thrown in there is going to be extremely hard to produce uh, at a high level. Whereas if you're consistently getting playing time, you might be in a rut and then you might get benched. But if you're doing well, you'll continue to carry that on. Kind of like baseball. You'll get a little streaky. There
1: we go all right 2022 season this is the t- this season all right people say you regressed it was after ap- uh year after the championship right 27 appearances 71 saves it was good for just above 60 percent save percentage 118 shots faced 47 goals conceded if you're looking at that per 90 it's 3.83 shots faced uh per 90 minutes i mean right that save percentage is not great you're giving up 47 goals off of 118 shots. Again, just not a super great look. And it was definitely a regression, right? Without a doubt about it. You then contrast that to the 2021 season. Same number, similar number of appearances, 28. 82 saves you are good for 75, almost 76% save percentage. So again, the 2021 season, 76 save percentage down to 60% the following year. You only give up 26 goals on 108 shots. So it's, again, massively different, right? You go off of those years, 2021, good. 2020, 2022, not so good. It's really trying to find where that kind of mean is and trying to explain away that drop-off because that's not just, oh, here's a couple more goals. I mean, that's almost double the goals conceded, and that is a big, big drop-off in save percentage.
2: The save percentage to me is the big one. Um, Granted, you... I wish there was like an X, S, like expected saves, right? Ranking? Like, on because it.
1: because You're because,
2: on because it. think about it, like if how much can a keeper do if it's a one v one? Yeah. Right. Like, is this, is is defense letting him out to dry? Yeah. Right. It, are they expected to be saved? And like that's honestly the stat I would like to see. Um, but even then, sixty anything in the sixties is is pretty atrocious. Um, yeah. It it speaks to, but also like what did OC do in twenty two? Yeah. So I mean. Your keeper is only going to be as good as your defense in front of you. If, if you never have the ball, you're going to get more shots on. You're going to allow more goals.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's the same thing we talked about for Rising, and or you know, in, in seasons past, right? Think of again, Enlunt is the is the example that always comes to mind to me. The guy leads, leave and saves. The guy like very much carried this team um on his back. Does that mean he's a good keeper? We thought so. We thought he was a good shot-stopping keeper. However, if you look at the numbers and the goals conceded and just where Rising was in the standings. A lot of people who don't pay attention all the time were thinking, oh, he's not a great keeper. Look at all these goals he's been like. Well, it's because he had the byproduct of a really poor defense leaking chances, and that's why he had to step up. It's one of those things where we can tell all those numbers, and I think there is importance. I think that that save percentage is very key and usually tells a pretty true story, but it's also one of those things, right, a big drop-off coming off their championship season, and you really have to look at what that team was made up, especially within the spine and within their defense. Lost some guys. It was definitely, right, the drop-off kind of speaks for itself. We'll see what this season looks like because, again, we can say that they want to sign another pe- person, right? If Rocco comes back, love that. If they bring another guy to bring in that competition, absolutely. We saw that when he was initially signed alongside with Rocco. Whether, However much or little people thought of a competition, you have two guys who could vie for the starting role. You want to see that again. But until that happens, and especially that they went out of their way to re-sign him, again, they're not handing out freebies. They're not going to re-sign Rakowski if they think he's a guy who can't con- contribute, not just at the locker room level, but also on the pitch. Don't look at this as just, this is a depth option until something happens. You don't go into, you don't re-sign a keeper like that for just a depth and hope you find your number one along the way.
2: The thing that would give me confidence as a rising fan is this team has always, always found a good keeper. My word. Like, it, they. like they, they've yeah. never struggled to find one that comes up and then, even if there are some struggles, I mean, remember back in the Waz and and Zach Lubin days. Like eventually, you had to flip, and it turned out sure. as Waz's you know you know knees were kind of deteriorating that Zach was able to get him, and then Zach's back, yep, like right, and then and then you brought in. I believe Ben was after that. Um, I could be missing someone in there, but the biggest part now is that now that we're out of, of the Shantz era, this goalkeeper that comes in has to be able to play with his feet. Yes, to, to play for Wangeta, you have to be able to play with your feet. And I think there are certain shot-stoppers, like a Ben Lunt, who, as good as he was as a shot-stopper, I don't necessarily think he would have played that uh, under the Juan Gerda system. I mean, we'll we'll see who they bring in. I mean, again, I would love to see Rocco, but the fact that Rocco's done so well, Rocco's with the under-23s of Argentina. Wow, man. I mean, like, that's not a—this isn't a small country, right? This is the defending World Cup champions. So— We'll, we'll see what they do. Oh, Gentina. Oh, Gentina.
1: Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's one of those things again. Andre the, Rawls. There it is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's who right. I was missing. That's, I knew that's, there was that's
2: another the one. One. That's the fair one. I knew there was one I was missing. Uh,
1: this team will add another goalkeeper. This team, by all likelihood, will add a high-caliber goalkeeper. But again, it's based off the timing and the fact that they didn't just say, let's not bring him back. The fact that they bring him back, it is significant. And I think – you're mentioned. Guy needs to play at his feet. We've seen him. I mean, even even little things of like right. It does by it not by any means simulate a game environment, but the fact that they're training all all last year. Iron sharpens iron. Warming it up again. I'm not by any means saying that that prepares him for a match, but the fact that this has already been drilled in, into him for a year of you need to play it quickly, and he knows this. That can only help. So, I think the four game sample size you saw last year. Well, am I talking up to absolutely nothing? No, but I'm not really putting too much stock in it because, you know, mob-up duty, very inconsistent, months between matches. We'll see what happens.
2: Listen, the the coaches get to see... They, they saw for a full season when they did their, their little... You know, they do like a 6v6 small-sided goal sometimes when they allow us to watch practice. And it's not small-sided goals, but small field. Yeah. But they have full-sized goals, yeah. and you have both keepers in there. They've seen what Rakowski can do. We've seen, the 2021 team that lit to the title was not that much different than the rising team just in, yeah. this, in the sense that you didn't think OC was going to win. You know? And then they and they ended up going on this run. They win a penalty oh, yeah. shootout and they, they go and they, they lift the cup and you're like, damn, OC just won the title. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's how the rest of the league feels. Like, damn, Phoenix. I guess Phoenix finally won. But, like, we were joking like, when it happened. Like, of all the Phoenix rising teams, this was the one oh, yeah. that won a trophy? But that's the nature of the sport, man. Especially when you come up to... Knockout football. I mean, we were even hearing people that wanted Rakowski to go in for the shootout. You remember that?
1: I do. People were there. I mean, it was making, it was make. It was make we, we were doing, we were kind of like judging how many like substitutions he had left. And you're like kind of thinking, like, well, wait a second, who at like, he has more experience. Do you like, do you pull that move? And it's, it's like, granted, it was kind of moot like beforehand, but it's like, that's crazy to think about knowing how that played out. And those were, those were like conversations of like, Oh, yeah, like, haha. on a hypothetical. It's like, no, like, do you actually use that tactical move? We've seen it done before on the grand stage. It's not like it's unprecedented.
2: No, we saw it. Yeah. I think the biggest one was when we saw Kruel come in. I was going to say, that's the, that's, World that's, Cup.
1: that's the first thing that came to mind for me. Yeah, yeah for the Dutch, 100%. Man, and it worked out wow. for them. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. I mean, hey, we'll see what happens again. You like to see a guy come back, have the familiarity, go from there, but add another piece. Darius Carmella is a guy who we're all excited to see. I know that... Again, we go back to you don't just sign him for a short-term rental. You want to see him play it out. You want to see him go back. Here's some stats from last year. And uh, Stalacky Reese, I'm assuming these are – is this through playoffs as well? Stylackey? Yes, he he nods. He nods his head. Uh, 17 appearances, 889 minutes, 6 goals, 2.62 XG. That man was massively outperforming it, especially you saw down the stretch, playoff run, absolutely clutch goals, some of the overperformance there. 21 shots, 10 of them on target. So, what does that mean? Half of the shots were on target. It's good to see. You like to see the accuracy. 2.13 shots per match. Not bad, especially for a guy who was not the out-and-out number nine, who was also playing with a team that had Danny Trejo, Artiaga, Panos. He wasn't having to be that guy, but the fact that he still had that type of volume, still pretty decent. You only expect it to increase, right, given who's coming back on the team, but also who's not Expected to come back from this team. You think he's going to be one of those focal point guys? Again, it's 0.61 goals per 90. Knowing at the clip that he was scoring at and the clutchness of goals, that's pretty damn good. From a guy who was, you know, rotational to playing out of position and to still have those numbers. I'm only expecting those numbers to go up based on who on uh this team, how it's shaping up. But that is an incredibly good signing. That's incredibly good business.
2: I'm interested to see. How they if if the forward that they bring in to replace Trejo is like a like for like. Yeah. If it's not, then I don't really know if they're if they're gonna be able to do the high line in behind style of play that we yeah. saw against El Paso when they destroyed them, when we saw against Memphis when they destroyed them. Just because like Trejo's faster than Artiaga. He's they're faster than than Formella. Yeah. But as we've heard Wangera talk about all the time, Manu and Formella have that ability to where you just give them the ball and they can get a shot off, right? Yeah. We saw Manu shoot a ball and we were like, okay, nice bike attempt. Oh, my God, it went in. Sure. Right? Like, I'm it's saying. it's one of those, like, okay. And then we t- we hear all the time about how good Formella is in training and how it's just like who – again, it comes down to when you have so much depth, it's like, who are you going to take off, oh, yeah. right? Are you going to take Trejo off? And then our, we saw as Artiaga who ended up being the guy that got taken off but that's just because he stopped scoring as many goals sure. as he was in the beginning of the year. I'm again, I said in the beginning, I'm curious to see if those two are the two that start up top how this team changes in terms of the build up yeah. if if at all. Is it more balls whipped into the into the center from the wings. Is it Panos being on the on the ball more as a ten and playing with underneath them as as we go back to almost a traditional yes pure number ten with a, a number nine and a second striker. Or excuse me, two strikers, one of them being a number nine. So we we have only a piece of the puzzle, right? Like we we only can see what twelve? We got thirteen players.
1: Right. Yes, thirteen.
2: So Half. we we have another what twelve signings to go?
1: Yes, thirteen players plus. Th- New one that we'll talk about later, but yes, right. So,
2: so it's like there's still so much more to to go into this this until we actually yes. know what this lineup might look like.
1: Uh, amendment, redaction is 13 players that does include the new guy, but yes, um, it'll be interesting. CO is coming back, right? Uh, Derichmel. I think the thing that really excites me most about him is not even just from a position standpoint, but he's a very dynamic player, right? He's different than the other guys who are in the system again. Panos. Really, that really that creator type, Danny. I think Dan. I think Danny is also maybe in a way he was as uh, dynamic, right? And that he can, you know, while he's not your out and out number nine, he can play up top, stretch the line, he can play in those through balls, he can run in behind, he can dribble. To me. Darius is a bit of both the Danny Trejo and how he moves off the ball and how he's able to move with the ball, and also that Arch- Artiaga archetype of he gets the ball, he can be clinical, and he is more of that traditional number nine. He's kind of the the hybrid between the two. Whether that's both of them playing up top, whether that's a bit of an inverted system, we'll have to see. But again, both of those guys in that mold, incredibly exciting.
2: Yeah, man. I, I and I, I don't mean to uh, go in front, but I. Uh... I think this new addition that was announced today might be another piece to that puzzle.
1: Oh, I do. I do like that. That will, that is a nice little tease for what we will get into. Do I have a quick look, right, of, we go, we, had a, we did a couple weeks ago, looked back at the, our top tens of guys who were irreplaceable, who we didn't want to come back Let's start with Reese's, right? Just a, another quick look on that. Again, Reese's List, Panos, Danny Trejo, John Stenberg, Carlos Javi, Rocco Rios Novo, Alejandro Fuenmayor, Manuel Arteaga, Eddie Majoma, Renzo Zambrano, and Jose Andres Hernandez rounding out that pack. I mean, what is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven of Reese's 10 have come back if I'm doing my, my counting right. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay, let's see. It's about Jake's. That guy, we got Panos, Rocco, Danny, Artiaga, Carlos, Harvey, John Stenberg, Gabby Torres, Alejandro Fuenmayor, Jose Andres Hernandez, and Darnell King. If I'm reading correctly, we got one, two, three, four, five, six. Yes, yeah, six there. Okay, of Jake's coming back. And then let's look at my top 10. We got Danny, Rocco, Stenberg, Panos, Carlos, Harvey, Manuel Artiaga, Eddie Manjoma, Darnell King, Jose Andres. Andres Hernandez and Emiqueso. we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of my ten coming back. So, right, see how this team looks. It's shaping up, again, as it stands. One goalkeeper in Patrick Gorkowski. Two defenders, Eddie Majoma and John Stenberg. Seven midfielders in Arminakis, Carlos Harvey, Jose Andres Hernandez, Gabby Torres, Fede Varela, Renzo DiMbrano, and our. Ar- New signing, who we will talk about soon. And, of course, the three forwards, Manuara Tiaga, Darius Formello, and you can't forget about Erickson. Garriotto, we will be talking about Rising's new signing announced today. But can't do that on an empty stomach. It is our friends, of course, at Circle K, and I got a little treat for you guys. So I was in Circle K today, and, of course, you know, fueling up on their inner circle rewards. And I already told my man Eric about this, you know, producer Eric behind the Mac, Mr. Jake Anderson, this is a surprise to you. Circle K. They have a couple of very interesting items. And listen, for those of you who like ASMR, you know, I'll give you a little taste, uh, figuratively, maybe literally, (laughs) but uh, I won't eat the whole bag. We are going to try some interesting flavors. uh, If you would like to indulge, I know Eric's going to indulge regardless, but we have been looking forward to this all day, man. What's that? I've been looking forward to this all day, dude. I told you in the morning. So we got two flavors here of chips one is cheesy garlic bread flavored limited edition, and then the second is Buffalo style chicken wing. Listen, man. We're gonna give it away, and we got a perfectly peach rings uh, to chase uh, a palate cleanser. The, to chase. the the ginger, the ginger to the wasabi that is, uh, you know, these chips, so to speak. But let's give it a little go. It is limited edition, of course. You use that air circle program. Boom, boom. Hmm, Ruby. Oh, that is that. Would you like one, sir? I hate to be that guy, but I'm gonna pass. No, that's okay. It is a buffalo style chicken wing that actually. Oh, dude, you gotta get your hands on that.
0: That's pretty good. I'll, I'll trade you back. I gotta try this uh, I got you. This that cheesy is garlic bread. This is the one I'm most excited about. Yeah. I'm gonna turn my mic off while I eat it, though. No, I don't no, want to so just... you,
1: gotta, you gotta give the people the ASMR. <laughs> oh, you, you want me to they do want it? They want the whole experience. See?
0: See? Yes. See, we literally have loving <laughs> ASMR. Keep eating more chips, please.
1: The chat is asking for Hit that like button, hey, yo. and we'll keep on eating chips. Wait a second. Right? Okay. Listen, man.
0: This hey, is my, thing. Around. This is my around. thing
1: about chips. Even if these aren't your cup of tea, that's totally fine. There are other flavors. They're limited edition. They'll only be me- here for a bit, but it means that they have all these other flavors the sour cream, and onion, the cheddar chop, everything like that. Try them out. Let me get my hands on this cheesy garlic bread. I am just titillated right now. I'm absolutely titillated. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Mm. The wait, bread is, wait a second. Those are both. The fire. garlic bread is good. I like the. I like the buffalo wait, style wait, chicken wing. This ain't even an time. ad, dog. We're really wait, good. Wait. Both, at both at the same time. time. <laughs> Give me that. Give me that. Both Give me the that. Same
0: time. Give me that.
1: All right, hold on. Hold on. We're gonna go nuts here. Uh huh. Uh huh. For those of you listening on audio, I mean, I just hope you like the ASMR because this, you know, doesn't do it justice. Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you like this one better, I'll take the I'll take the Buffalo chip better. Dude, That's I like good. both. I like both. I like them they're both. Good. I like Buffalo
0: chip. I think you should not eat chips the whole podcast, though. Uh, that, <laughs> I'm not as, a producer, no. as a producer, I have to You recommend. should take them away from me then, really. Yeah, anyway,
1: I hope you guys like that ASMR. But again, find all these, plus all of them with their chips, the perfectly peach rings, all this great stuff. Andrew Baker, crunch time. You know it. That's a segment idea right there. I love a good pun. But hey, download the Circle K app to opt into the Inner Circle Rewards program. Again, all you need is a phone number. Literally, they give you a free bag of chips just by signing up amongst discounted gas, all the fun stuff, a little huge ring. So sorry for that visual for those of you are watching. But um, yeah, check out the Inner Circle program, Circle K. Love you guys. Speaking as well that you can uh, utilize Circle K, right? You know, you're uh, you're, you're finding all the cool things that they, they have on there, you know, right? The chips, maybe some uh, peach rings and all that stuff. You know, I think a really good way to help... uh bring out maybe what you'd be looking for, try some OGs, try some OGs brands. You know, uh, some people might say the munchies if that's a thing, you know, of course you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly, but try little OGs. Stumble, don't drive, but uh, walk into your Circle K, maybe take an Uber or a Lyft or a Waymo. No, gosh, no free ads, ride sharing vehicle, ride sharing yeah, vehicle, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. A ride sharing vehicle um, or walking. Oh, into you're it. not
0: living that one down. Bro. No, I'm
1: not, we're gonna cut that. We're gonna strike that from the record, but yes, uh, use some OGs and enjoy some OGs. Walk into your Circle K. You can get all these great snacks. But OGs, they got the gummies for themselves. Of course, it is Scratch Made THC gummies. We like them here. It's fantastic stuff. The Indicas, the Sativas, the Fruits, the Creams. They literally have the big OGs. um, the live res, and they have all great things going off. For those of you, you guys have friends who are 21-year-old old plus, Great stocking stuffer! It literally fits in a stocking, so gosh darn well. It's that's just physics. That's inertia. That's gravity. That's something. That's inertia. geometry. That's trigonometry. That's something. Put an OG's bag in a stocking stuffer for those who are twenty years or older, and uh, yeah, you can grab OG's for yourself at ogsbrands.com. Find them at a local dispensary near you, and uh, yeah, thank you guys. All right, we've teased it, titillated it. People are wanting it. Phoenix Rising. I've signed. Sign a guy, sign a guy. He is. Can we say Arizona's own? Is that a, is that a fair is that a fair verbiage to use? Oh, Yes, he
2: went to high school he in did,
1: Scottsdale. That is a fair thing to say. Arizona's own, Mr. JP Sirs. JP Sirs. and the JP is for John Paul. I just want to make that very clear because that's uh because that's awesome. J. John Paul seems like a guy. Just like a just like a lumberjacking type of fellow. I don't think he he did, he did not go to. He went. He
2: went to Yavapai, and then he went to Cornell. I
1: was gonna say he did not go to Nau. I'm just gonna there, again. There's no no free mascot ads either. But a guy who a guy who is from Arizona plays his ball here. We just signed him from Union, Omaha, League One, and well, listen, we saw some highlights and all that stuff. What is your first uh, kind of thoughts on this player?
2: Well, the first thought is he went to Shap, so it's <laughs> okay, like uh,
1: okay.
2: I I went to Notre Dame Prep, so. Okay. Uh, naturally, I'm gonna have a disdain toward <laughs> okay. and any other Scottsdale High School. Um, we actually went to high school during the same time for about a year or two, so I kind of want to ask him what other sports he might have played. Might have crossed paths on the uh, old gridiron, but he was the on the all league. Uh, he was on the league one all league team. There it is. That's right? a mouth. That's a mouthful. Yeah, the. the yeah, it doesn't really leagues. roll off the tongue. Yeah, Utah Championship All League Team sounds better. La, 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 la. Anyway, he made the All League Team for League One at Union Omaha. He was there for four years. This past year was by far his best year, um, and rightfully so. I think it's a great time he gets to come home. Um, and and it's it's always fun when you have someone who's from here that represents, you know, not not just the crest, but like lives it, breathes it, dies it because he is just like with Jose Andres Hernandez. Like it's 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 awesome to see. Guys that are from here, because if you look at, you know, the Francesco Totti's, you look at you look at um, Marco Royce with Dortmund. These are iconic guys who played their entire careers with one club. And I understand that's pretty hard to do right. um, at the USL level, because if you do have success, you're probably going to leave for a better opportunity. But it makes the fans fall in love with you because yes. you are one of their own. Right. You have you have an attachment to a guy because it's, oh, I went to school here. I have lived here my whole life just like you have and you represent me. Yes. And I think that is the biggest attachment to the fans in addition to the fact that he does have a lot of talent. He's 6-1 mm-hmm. for a midfielder. That's pretty Massive. big. Massive. And Literally. the fact that he's about to turn 27 next month so he's right in the prime of his career.
1: I mean, the the first thought and uh, if we can scroll up just a just a, a tidbit uh where 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 are we? Where do we go? Um, little bit up, little bit up, a little bit up, little bit up. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta, keep going above above the chip conversation. There's a lot of chip. Okay, boom. Golden Man Pat. How about the four guys we're going to have fighting over for those two midfield spots? Big competition. I mean, right, even if they play three in the midfield, you now have this situation. This midfield. Was you know, you return all three core guys that you've primarily used in the midfield. And now you gotta add another guy who is just a little bit of everything, who's a who's, you know, I'm not gonna say Carlos Harvey size unit, but the man that, that that's that's an athlete. The guy is an athlete, is the best phrase I can say. He does a bit of everything. Um, right, easy guy to root for because he's from Arizona, but just the way he plays, right? We have a little uh, graphic actually that kind of showcases. Some of the like, really, what he's really prof- uh, efficient at, right? If you kind of look at um, this chart that you see on screen, for those people who, right, he's playing in League One, this is how he compares to other people in League One. XG, right, for, for, midf- for people in the midfield, 92% tile for XG in USL League One, 94% in defensive actions, 97% in forward passing share. Again, those two things are opposites. Defensive actions, forward passing share. That's pretty darn good to be... In the top 10% in both of those, you're high 86 in shot percentage. That's great too, right? Passes, eh, it's not bad. He's maybe not gonna be that progressive guy, but he towers in the air. You know, uh, you see at the chat, it's like, right, going my Pat, looks dangerous from set pieces. He, he's good. He's a guy who you has that size. He can very much play kind of that box to box. And especially where how this team uses their midfield, where they ha- they need engines, this guy's a piston
2: the four three one two shout in the chat I very much think it's either that or the opposite the three four one two and it, it 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 can become either when sure. you go up and attack going back to what I was asking if we're gonna see more crossing or we we're gonna utilize these fullbacks which would make a three four one two the preferred formation yep. but even then you could still make it a four three one two. One fullback goes up, maybe both fullbacks goes up. One of the midfielders drops. It's back down to a three, right? It it it's very fluid. Juan's always played that way. We've seen Juan play both, right? So I'm I'm wondering. And then Gallardo might might be the guy that spreads him out. Is he going to start this year? You know, he finished the year strong too. There's just so much talent in this midfield, man. And it it for a team that I think wants to do well in multiple competitions. I think this depth helps. I think it's going to help with injuries, and then also, of course, we got a couple guys on the team that love getting yellows, and so they're going to be suspended in the from-
1: Carlos Harvey and Rensselaer. yellow.
2: Carlos will get called up oh, yeah. to Panama, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, like like there's going to be some times when you don't have certain guys for whatever reason, and, and I'm hoping that the drop off isn't that bad um, because of how much depth you have in here. Yeah, and the competition at training is going to be crazy. I'm I'm really looking forward to the battle in the midfield because I don't know who the hell is going to start. Cause I, I, you, Panos Carlos and now we're looking at like what you have Jose Gabby Torres Fede mm. Renzo mm. and now with JP it's it's levels. yeah I mean it, it's, it's, it's gonna come down to maybe I mean if and then this is this is where you get into the overthinking of a Pep Guardiola oh, okay. do you want to start moving guys in that perhaps are more advantageous against this team oh, sure. this team matches up better if you know we have JP's height in there. Yep. Or, okay, well, we this game, they're going to sit back and we're going to be on the ball more. We don't need that type of physicality as yeah. much. We already have Carlos. Let's put uh, Jose in there because we just want him on the ball and moving the ball and passing sure. more. Right? That option is available, given everyone's healthy and available. And I don't know if we've necessarily seen a team this deep in the midfield.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I mean, uh, seeing Andrew's comment, right, and addressing Darnell gone as well. Uh, but right, he thinks this is an interesting signing. Completely agree. Also want to say, what's up? Maybe it's Keith. Albert, oh, thanks a lot. That's just rude, but I love you, Albert. Um, Right, seeing seeing how this team kind of like stacks up in the midfield, right? Again, it's not a perfect representation, but again, I used it last year. You kind of have the Goldilocks situation, right? You have, you have Jose Andres Hernandez is very much your attacking uh, player right? You have Renzo Zambrano. Yes, he can progress and has passes, but like he's very much like, in a way, your defensive stopper. And you have Carlos Harvey, who that man can hustle back. That man will put in a header. That man will score goals. And JB, in a way, it's not a perfect like for like comparison. But if you're seeing which of those uh, that he slots into, he is similar in a way to that Carlos Harvey of, again, top 10 percentile in attacking actions, top 10 per- uh, percent in defensive actions. That is fantastic to have two of those guys. Yeah, yeah, we different, can both attack the ball and get up and down the pitch. Let's actually, we actually do have a little video, kind of illustrates everything that we're talking about. Right, again, courtesy of USL Tactics, our friend John Morrissey on Twitter. You're seeing, right, just where his kind of actions are, right, boom, stopping in there, kind of uh, slowing up a pass, going in, towering header. You are gonna see these next like three or four clips within this video, header, header, back post header. Man is absolutely clutch. Like we love a big body on set piece. I think we can all say while rising had some success, maybe down the stretch, they really need to capitalize better on, on uh these set pieces given the height they now have on their team. But right, another boom, set piece goal. You absolutely love to see it showcase the passing ability as well. Again, I think the big thing that's gonna we're gonna have to see is how does his abilities from USL League One translate over to USL Championship. Because, right, it's maybe a little more physical, a little faster guys. But again, he's a little bit older than himself. It's not like he's just a a young spring chicken who hasn't seen this type of competition. We'll just have to see how it translates over. But again, I like what I'm seeing, even from just this little bit clip of just, he's able to be everywhere. He's able to get stuck into challenges. He's able to head a ball. You love to see it.
2: Do you know who all these clips remind me of? And and it's a big name to... Put him against having never played for Phoenix before. So
1: this player's never played for Phoenix.
2: No, no, no. JP's never played for Phoenix. Oh, you're the player, player I'm player. thinking of is a big name in <sighs> Phoenix Rising history that I think mirrors him, and I think they're looking to get the same quality from him.
1: I mean, now I'm curious. Please, Kevin Lambert. I say that's why I thought you might say not, not, as, oh. not as not as big. Yeah. Um. But
2: you saw the towering oh, yeah. ability to get his head on the ball, the ability to stop, and the ability to pass. That was Kevin Lambert in a nutshell, man. Oh, man. You couldn't beat him in the air. He was going to stop you, and he can distribute. Yeah. And that's why he was able to play as a defensive midfielder as a six. He could play as an eight sometimes, and then he played center back, and that's what got him to MLS.
1: All right. You are know that? You're there first. Jake Anderson comparing JP to Kevin Lambert MLS bound. That, I
2: mean, man. I mean, you you said MLS, but I hope for his sake, I hope he <laughs> I is. It.
1: No, man, it's it's cool to kind of see like profiles, right? Of players, comparables, some comms, see where he's at. I mean, again, we got to shout out Stalacchiarrese. He's uh, he's been putting in some some work here. If you kind of look at his minute, you know, kind of where he factored last season: 32 appearances, successful tackles, 71%, dual success, 58%, chances created. Again, for a midfielder. 166 recoveries per 90. I mean, this man is is everywhere. 1.3 tackles, one per 90. 7.42 duels, one per 90. Essentially a chance created per 90 minutes and five recoveries per 90 minutes. This man is going to be everywhere. It seems, right, a little, you know, based on kind of what we're seeing in the clips, good, decent passer, very much can progress the ball, but he's going to be a bit more of that guy flying around, breaking up plays, can dominate in the air on set pieces, you love to see that type of thing.
2: I think the fact that you're getting guys who mirror each other, it adds to that depth of just slotting guys in when they're not available.
1: Yeah.
2: And I think the the most important part of the game, obviously, is the midfield. If And for a system like Wangeta, where it's, we're going to dominate possession, we're oh, going to yeah. move the ball side to side, and we're going to work you, and then we're going to score. You need the midfield depth. And I, and I think that's why we're seeing the creation of the roster in the way oh, yeah. that it's coming along. Oh, yeah. They have almost their entire midfield, if you consider the, the fullbacks, the wingbacks to be midfielders, which eh, they can hey. be, they're not, they are depending on, right? However you want to classify them. I think that let's call called the mid block. How's that? Like the that. mid block of this team is almost done. Yeah. And once, and once they establish that, I think we'll start to see the defenders trickle in. We'll get a goalkeeper and then maybe one or two more forwards. Yeah. Um, And that should get us about 23 players.
1: I mean, again, if, we, we already kind of listed a lot of the players who have been signed, including JP. It's a lot of this team, maybe the spine in a way in the defense is maybe slightly lacking. But again, you already have some D's, you know, some guys, you need to beef up the, the, the mid block. Yes, of, of, like, of like the outside kind of wingbacks, uh, fullbacks, whatever you want to call them. Beef up that depth a bit to try to get it up to where we were last season. But you already have a lot of guys who can play in that position. Have a very solidified midfield. You already have multiple guys you can play that forward line. And now you have a couple guys in the number t- in that number 10-ish hybrid role in Panos. If if Fede is able to rise to the level that we think he can, you have a couple guys who are already in that position, fill out the defense, add some more depth. I'm loving the signings that we're seeing right now. The guys who are able to bring back, the guys who they've signed. And again, this is the first new signing that was not in a Phoenix Rising uniform last year. And I'm already seeing this type of profile. That's exciting. Again, lest we forget, last season, this team only carried over what? Five players? And by the time the season ended, what were we down to? I mean, shoot, even now we're down to what? uh, Gabby Torres, the longest current tenured Phoenix Rising player. Like the fact that. That's crazy. The fact that one guy was a carryover from the 2022 season at the end of the 2022 season is mind blowing to me. You see turnover in this league, but that is wild. Again, that's the beauty, the silver lining of everything here, that this team succeeded last year with so much turnover. You now have so many people coming back. You're now being able to infuse people who they fit that system. That's so exciting, man.
2: And who's not to say that part of the negotiations with them was, hey, we might ask you to play center back. Mm. And and here's your chance to move up a league, but we need you to move back. Uh, in the field I mean that's literally What just happened to Kev It's true Right It's true It happened here It started with Jamaica And then it happened here So And to Answer the chat uh, Andrew Dang I think Stenberg I'd be willing to bet Any amount of money Stenberg's gonna be An out and out starter Every game Unless he's I'll at- bet my
1: tattoo that he'll be a starter You
2: know yeah 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 Ad man over here
1: Wait so
0: you'll get a second one No oh, I heard, I heard. A second
1: tattoo <laughs> No I mean, The will rage for the original one Yeah man, I Wait to see that happen Uh but yeah, no, it, it, right. Whether he's coming back, center back, um, or anything like that, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I think something that's just very unique is this: we have seen this team in many ways, shapes, or form. Maybe in again different regimes in some ways, but not necessarily utilize the full strength of some of the younger guys, some of those academy products. This, to me, is a different scenario. Again, this is not a guy who's 19 or 20, 21, like he's just fresh young, who doesn't have a ton of experience. You can call USA League One what they are. This man has seen minutes. This man was named to the USL 2023 All-League First team, like you mentioned, that is still a mouthful. He has the experience, and he's not just coming off off the street of where he's unproven or we don't know. He might be unproven at this level, but don't think that he he doesn't have any tape or anything like that that we just watched. Like, you can see some traits in this guy.
2: Remember the last time, and, I, and I, there could be a guy I'm just forgetting about, but I believe the last big player that Phoenix Rising got from League One was Arturo Rodriguez, right? He turned out pretty darn well. Right? And and it's unfortunate that it didn't necessarily get to be here. Sure. Um, But we've seen how good Arturo was here. Sometimes he had his spells when he wasn't. But then he goes over to Charleston and... Honestly, like we 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 saw how good that team was with him, and the fact that they lost Barajas and then when Arturo, <clears throat> excuse me, when Arturo came off the pitch, now you have a Barajas and an Arturo list Charleston, and Phoenix was able to come back. Yeah, right. So it we've seen this this, and it's always and it's it, it always seems to be from like two teams. It's either Greensville, or it's Union Omaha, right? Yes. These these two teams know how to create talent for USL they do. Championship, I should say, because that's also USL. Um, so I think this is a this is a pipeline, this is a channel that they've used before. It's worked before.
1: Ah, saying Greg, Greg Hurst also came. Hurst, from. I mean, there we yeah. go. I knew see, yeah, you, you it's did. twice a day. I knew there was someone you I was did. forgetting.
2: Thank you. That's why we have you. Um, but yeah, anyway, it, it's just it's this is a, a proven system that has worked before. Not they won't always work, but I f- the fact that it's an Arizona kid and it's not. A forward, it's a it's a midfielder slash defender, and sure. I think that helps more than when you're going up a league and trying to score goals. Your physicality, size, experience, I think all that helps. Move up to the next level. He's gonna be playing in his backyard in front of his friends and family. I, I just think it's 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 a great move.
1: Feel good story. Absolutely love it. It it does help that he is from Arizona. You know who else from Arizona? Oh boy, here we go. Oh. Goodness! Friends at Four Peaks Brewery. It is Arizona's hometown brewery. I am in the frame there. Okay, fantastic. So, here's the thing, people. Again, they have their calendar advent boxes. What day is it? It is December 12. One month from the last title. He's one month from the last out. Don't uh, you cut his mic. I know what he's going to say next. uh Anyway, can I do seven? What? Can I do the seventh? That's my birthday. You already broke it. Yeah, it's already. Yeah, we already got. We already dug into the seventh because you can get. We didn't have a show. Yeah, but someone else did it. All right. because it's it, a communal it a communi- beer it advent a communal calendar. advent gotcha. calendar box. Again, you can get this delicious advent calendar box, and it has all different types of beer in it. Uh, as I don't break the box. Anyone anyone guess? Any guesses on what it will be? I bet it's a beer. I bet, I bet it's, it's beer, a right? wow wheat. You think it's a wow wheat, Jake? I can
2: I don't even know beers.
1: Oh my gosh. I don't drink Are it, you kidding go.
0: me? Oh let's my gosh.
1: Oh my gosh, what's what's the what's the lottery number courtesy got There was
0: a lottery. tattoo now.
1: No. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. Oh, hold on. Oh.
0: And the that best part about buying one of those advent calendars late is you have an excuse to catch up on days.
1: See, that's the beautiful part is, listen, Four Peaks, it's fun. We got that bad boy a little bit before December started. Be cracking it open, enjoying the big beers. And you get some like some staples like the Wowie, and that's a big boy Wowie. Your eyes do not deceive you. That's a big boy. But they also have the, the random, you know, not random ones, the ones that maybe they brought back in years past, the ones that are seasonal, all that fun stuff. If you're able to get your hands on an advent calendar box, Again, you can still grab one at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. If you can't get your hands on one or you're like, you know, okay, whatever, go to the 8th Street Pub, They got food, They got all other kinds of stuff. You can grab Four Peaks anywhere at a friend's circle. okay. And everywhere, uh, where they sell, you know, good beer locally. They, I, we literally had a nice conversation with our Four Peaks people. They are like the number one beer in Arizona. They are the best. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. I like to drink my beer. I like to look good doing it. I mean, it's pretty easy to do when you're already knocking back a nice cold beer, but look even better. Some Shady Rays. Some Shady Rays. Super easy to do. I'll show you. Actually, wait, I don't have my Shady Rays on here. Stay lucky. My Shady Rays, please. On delay. Ah, Shady Rays. It's very easy to look cool even if, uh, even if you're a guy like me who, you know, it comes naturally, but, uh, you know, uh,
0: sometimes you really just got to show up for the people. There's a process to this. Am I right, Producer Eric? I just think it's funny that you stumbled after calling yourself cool. Like even you, <laughs> even you knew that you couldn't put your. Full no, heart I just don't
1: try on. not to be braggadocious. You know, I'm a humble man. I'm a humble man with uh with humble ale oranges. I'm a
0: humble man who just ordered my stat lackey to bring me my sunglasses. Well, that's,
1: that's a stick at this point. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, nothing wrong with no just don't get, uh, get it off the record. Shady rays. It's very easy. You put turn them on. You look just that good. You I mean, turn on your Shady Rays? <laughs> I, you, you, turn. Yeah, you turn on the, the vibes, the electricity. That's right. Hey, Shady Rays. I, They are polarized, which I'm going to be honest, it makes it hard to wear indoors, but that's okay because you wear them outdoors, all kinds of great stuff. Super easy. Got a great deal for you guys, exclusively for you guys. Yes, you. I break the fourth wall. Shady Rays is giving out our best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code PHNX. Again, ShadyRays.com. Promo code PHNX. that's 5-0 not that 1-5 nonsense 5-0% off two pairs polarized sunglasses it is the holiday season you can still get them in the stocking stuffer everything like that no they cannot block out Man United Misery they're good but they're not that good Shady Rays try them for yourselves rate five stars or better for 250,000 people I'm one of them okay buddy we uh, talked about a lot we uh, cracked open some beer we tried some chips we talked about some signings Think about just about covered everything. Is there anything you would uh, like to leave the people with? And we will not be talking about that uh, the one stop. I call, I'll cut his mic. I'm, re- I'm ready to cut your mic.
2: <laughs> I mean, you said, you said we covered a lot of topics, but there's a part of your body. That's... Don't do
1: it. Nope. Nope. Don't do it. All right. On that note, we're going to get out of here. Appreciate everyone joining us here on the P H N X rising podcast. Uh, it's like 17. You guys with the, with the likes thumbs up on a Tuesday really means a lot. Appreciate you guys. It's holiday season. Appreciate you guys joining. We will be back. Tuesday, 6 p.m. next week. Listen, rumor—if the rumors are true and the timings are right, Owen Evans will be back. Jake, I might listen. My people will talk to your people. I might bring you back, maybe like to help balance out Owen. Maybe we just tell him there's no show, and then you come on in places, and we'll figure it out. But like, you
0: know, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for him to come back yet. You're the king of telling people something will happen. Stop <laughs> it! Stop, <laughs> it, stop no. it! Stop it! No! Wait, no! Wait. If so, if we were waiting for Owen to be back, and <laughs> Owen's back, that's what I'm saying. If we're wait, hold on. We're waiting for Owen to come back for you to get a tattoo. And, and by next gonna Tuesday, be back. Owen's going to be back.
1: He's not going back. Uh, he's <laughs> taking an extended vacation. Uh, we won't be able to do it. Yes. Thank you, Albert. We appreciate you. Uh, of course, you guys can follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore, underscore rising because double the underscore. Double the amount of tattoos you're gonna get. Oh my gosh! Why, hey, do, why, do I, why do I leave it up to people? Like this is this is on me. I, I shouldn't I shouldn't leave this option open. Um, again, shout out there are, uh, diehards in the chat, of which there are many. Albert in the chat is a diehard. I, I don't know if this is now a, a given or whether it's gonna be a surprise, but there is someone in the chat who either is or will soon be a diehard. With uh, I hear a holiday present. I don't want to spoil that surprise, but there is a current slash soon to be diehard in the chat. Appreciate you guys joining us uh, as well, of course. Very easy to sign up, phnexlogger.com. Get a diehard membership. Great content. Uh lots of exclusive content, only for the Discord people who are diehards. Follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. Follow Jake on Twitter at JWA1994. Follow Sally Reese at Reese11 underscore. Mm. Only one underscore. He used to have two. He's a good man. He's a good man. He did a lot of work today. We appreciate him.
2: Reese, do you have any tats? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Doesn't mean you can't have him. That man is a that man is a youth. Uh, you can follow you can producer. Still get him as a youth. You can, oh gosh. Uh you can follow as ever I ever heard of there. a parent signature. You can follow. <laughs> yeah, actually, okay, that that's actually fair. You can follow. No, uh, I I
2: know that for a fact.
1: <laughs> you, uh goodness, you can follow producer Eric on Twitter at Eric Ruby. It's E R I K R U uh, B Y. Yeah, it is a beautiful game, but it's way more beautiful when Phoenix Rising continues to develop this roster, add amazing players and gets the ball rolling the 2024 USL Championship
0: season. Bye. Oh, wait, wait, one more thing. I'm playing soccer tonight. Let's go! Bye, everyone!